Ooh, coronavirus. <laughs> okay, I think okay, we're live, boys. Yeah, we're on, boys. We're on. <laughs> Finally. Okay, we're on. So now, go to here. Gallery view. How come it's not showing like this? Can it not show one at a time? It's showing now. Oh, five at a time. Can I not do that? Why well, is it like? Oh, it came up to you. It's up. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like that. Cool. We've got three people watching. Or is, is that us three? <laughs> I think so. All right. Okay. Now we have to share this to. You might have to share it to your pages. How do you do that? I just shared it to Twitter. Bro, who uses Twitter? Bro, you'd be surprised, bro. You'd be surprised. You're probably the first person I know. Well, a lot of the people that I know on Twitch, they're all on Twitter. Oh. Come check out our live stream. Okay, cool. Otherwise, I'll just cancel it. I'll just do it off, off my page. But at least we sorted it, like getting it this far. I reckon it's better on your page. Yeah, you can get it. Your friends will see it. Or just even people that aren't friends with you. Yeah. I want it the other way. Sapish. I want it this way. The way I'm seeing it now. That's why how I want it. Do you have it like gallery view? Yeah. On your uh, my one it shows us five <clears> the <throat> top and then whoever's speaking shows up on the bottom. Yeah, see the way it is on now, that's how I want it. Cool. G'day, g'day everyone, if you can hear. To those who are there, we'll just wait for female people to come. If not, let's just go, man. Cool. Okay, I think. So, did you share it to your fellow's Facebook pages? Yeah. Ah, okay, cool. Hey, David, we get up to like 1,000 viewers. Yeah, no, I saw last week. Not even. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy when we get past 10 or 20. <laughs> I'm in the same boat, bro. Don't worry. Let's go. That's funny, yes. Cool. Um, I can't see who's joined. For those who are on the stream, g'day, welcome. Just wait for a few more people before we get started. Good to have you here. I wish I could see the names, but it ain't loading, so that doesn't really help, does it? 
What's a podcast without, uh, you know, technical difficulties? We should change this to the technical difficulties podcast. G'day, Jar. How's it going, my bro? Oh, he's early today. Oh, he's early today. James Nicholas. Came came late last week, <laughs> but all good. <clears throat> hi, hi, TJ. <clears throat> cool. You're good. That's good. Uh, <laughs> is there any word you would like to say to uh, Ja, TJ? Before we get started, bro, Braz, what's going on, man? Cool. <clears throat> hey, we've got a few people now, sir. So 16, yeah. Let's get into <laughs> it, man. Let's get into it. So, <clears throat> you ready, boys? Let's go. Ready as we can Yo. be, anyways. <clears throat> g'day, g'day, everyone. Thank you for joining our live stream today for today's episode of the podcast. Um, we've got a special guest here with us. But before we get into today's episode, let's roll that intro. Let's go. Testing one, two. Testing one, two. Oh, yeah. G'day, g'day, everybody, and welcome to the Building Empires podcast. I'm your host, Chase. You ready to talk some shit or what? Let's go. Wow. Still got a crowd, man. That big crowd, though. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the um, Building Empires podcast. Um, before we get into today's episode, I'd like to introduce our special guest. So... Uh, for those who know him, he's our bro, and his name is Damo. Say good day, Damo. What's up? What's up? Uh, he also uh, streams on Twitch, so follow him at Cracky25. Uh, <laughs> make sure you send him the bits and send him some, <laughs> get him some subs. Like, <laughs> like, follow, share all his pages on, I think, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, whatever. So, yeah, make sure you go support your local boys. <clears throat> Um, yeah, so he streams, he plays Fortnite, he's one of the bros too, we all grew up together, so um, and we all love NRL, so that's why we invited him here today, so good to have you here, my bro. Thanks for having me. And obviously my co-host, introduce yourself. Anyone can go first, Kura? <laughs> I'm Kura. <laughs> TJ. Yoza, TJ. And Yo, my man. My man. And we're going to talk man. some shit about Lee, so are we ready or what? <laughs> Yes, sir. Let's, let's go. Um, before we get into it, hey, TJ, you got a fan, bro. Tom, Tufunga, TJ, Oi. so do the Cook Island dances. <laughs> hey, shout out to you, Tom. Welcome to the live stream. Hey, we got um, Joshy from Sydney, too, and Daza. So shout out to you. So welcome to the live stream. All right, um, Tom. Maybe we'll do a super rugby one next time so we can talk trash about the Hurricanes and Crusaders. Ooh. Oh, Oosh. You can't talk trash about a team that won a three in a row. Ooh. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> Tom, get him, Tom. <laughs> hey, mate. Uh, so, um, bro, shout out to Tom. Tom's the uh, the founder for Melbourne Kangaroos. So I thought. Oh no way. Yeah, so um, that's who Tom is, and he's a diehard Auckland Blues supporter. Oh. Um, what a year to be a Blues supporter, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know if he follows rugby league, but, but um, yeah, man, all things rugby union is one of the go-to's. So shout out to you, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kura, you got a fan on here, Mitzi. He says, "Why is Kura wearing a Waikato Chiefs jersey on a on hey, a league podcast?" Worry. <laughs> <laughs> worry about it. 
Well, you need to worry about is that scoreline that we had on these on the weekend, mate. <laughs> worry, about, worry about your little tights. <laughs> uh, shout out to Lum. Yeah, hopefully um, our multi gets away this week. Uh, I think we all got close. So let's get into our review for last week's round. Round 11. Mate, this was, uh, this was like one of the easiest rounds, I reckon. Obviously, um, there was an upset in the doggies and um, the knights. But um, let's just go through our tips. I'll, I'll start it off. Um, I actually got seven. So pretty good round. Oh, um, nice. The, the nice. only one, I tipped the knights and obviously they didn't get away. So I didn't put a bet on because when I did the odds, it was all favorites. So it was like only nine bucks. It wasn't worth it. So. Yeah, but I would have got seven if I did a multi, so would have would have missed out anyway. So yeah, I got seven, which brings our total to. I shall do the totals at the end. Yes, yeah, so I got seven for this week. Kuda, how'd you go? Yeah, same. I ended up getting seven as well. Um, yeah, the doggies end up having to win that game with the nuts. Pretty disappointing for the nuts, but it is what it is, man. Yeah, bro. Teach, how'd you go? Yeah, I got five. So um, I think I missed out on the Knights one. The Warriors won, and uh, and I'll get the Titans. Damn, that's all right. This all's next week, eh? Ato, how'd you get my friend? <laughs> uh, I only got uh, five out of eight. Not five. too bad. Not too bad. Yeah, the so, Knights, Dragons, and the Titans. Don't follow TJ's tips, dude. Wow. Oh, it, it was a good game. Yeah, hard. <laughs> um, shout out to oh, shout out to Hamza, aka Sam, and uh, shout out to everyone who uh, joined the live stream too. <coughs> Groups and um, Sara, so good to see you. Um, that brings our totals to Kuda still in the lead at fifty-one. We have TJ. Yeah, oh, sorry, and then me. Fifty-one. Switched. Fifty-one. Oh, fifty-one. Oh, wow. <laughs> fifty-one. And then uh, I'm slowly, you know, I'm one one uh, leg away at um, sorry, one length away at fifty, and then four lengths behind me is at like forty-six, and then TJ coming from behind, mate, at forty. So you never know. <laughs> he might come from behind and surprise us all, mate. Um, I don't know if you did any tips for that week, but do you know how you went, Damon, for that for that week? For yeah, like, I got I got six. Six. <laughs> six. <laughs> Not bad. Which yeah, ones did you uh... uh dragons and the knights? Oh yeah. Well Bloody... dragons. They uh, dragons are... They lost yeah. to the sharks. Yeah, yeah. unlucky game that one. They they got yeah. robbed and that's what we're gonna talk about. So that's our game of the week, which is um the sharks and the dragons. So the sharks Beating the dragons narrowly, uh, boys. What's your thoughts? I'll start off with you, uh, Ethel. Uh, what was your thoughts on that game? Oh, yeah, it was like a good game. It was where the footy by like both teams they were playing like it wasn't wet out there. Like they were coming up with like crazy tries. It was a good yeah. close game. Yeah, there was that early call, the first try from the Sharks where the bunker made the wrong call. Gave the sharks a yeah. try, even though it you can clearly see uh what's his name Matt Duffy. You can clearly yeah. see he grounded the ball in the end goal, so it should have just been a dropout. And that was their first try. And Dragons like they were scoring a lot of tries, so they could have gone up like two tries up, and you know that could have like changed the game a bit. But mm. yeah, it was unfortunate for them, but yeah, unlucky. The game's 
can't do much about it now. Yeah. Um, TJ, they went to the bunker for the decision and they still got it wrong. What are your thoughts on that? Man, um, I think that's that's the reason why we don't need the bunker. Um, they've been stuffing it up this I think this whole week was full of a lot um quite a few um errors with the bunker. Um I don't know, man. I think they're they're wasting that money going to the bunker. Oh well uh, paying for the bunker, they should just invest that money back into grassroots. Yeah, um, true. It'll be money money better spent. So yeah. Um could I what was your thoughts on the game? Did you catch it or yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um definitely a good game. Uh, both teams are not putting a lot of points, so uh, it was definitely an entertaining, uh, entertaining game. Um, yeah. yeah, despite the weather conditions, but um, yeah, it was, um, I think the um, uh, Dragons were probably a bit unlucky uh, not to walk away with the win that week, um, that game. Yeah, uh, I understand that the first try probably wasn't uh, the best decision done by the bunker, but um, they did have a few opportunities at the end of that game to kind of seal it, but just well, unlucky not to get there. Yeah, yeah, harder. And my bro, Damo, did you have any thoughts on that game? Yeah, just Dragons are just unlucky, man. They, a lot of their plays at the end of the game just didn't it didn't end the way they wanted it to go. But um, yeah, the that bunker that bunker awarding that trial was terrible. Yeah, I couldn't when I when I saw that that was that was what a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Like, um, they're not supposed to get it wrong. We go there to get a proper answer. Yeah, we have that, all yeah, that exactly. technology whole, and all that, and they still... The point of it, man. They still got it wrong. Not good enough. But, yeah, um, we feel for these Dragons, but, you know, um, not every game is one-on-one decision. It's a, it's an 80-minute game. So even though you didn't get away then, you still had an opportunity to get, get it away, I guess, for the other the, the rest of the game, I guess. Zach Lomax, shout-out to him, though. He had a great game. Um, he's one of my favourite upcoming players too, so keep an eye on him. He's doing great things. Um, and that moves us to our players of the week. So, um, I'll start with... Uh, who should I start with? Oh, I'll start with you, Damo. Did you have a player of the week? Probably Munster. Munster? What did yeah. you like about how he played? Just came back and just did what he does. Just steers the team to victory. <laughs> Keeping it real, fellas. Come on. Like, keeping it simple. Keeping it simple. <laughs> well, I agree with you. He was the man. Um, Kuda, who was your player of the week? Uh, my player of the week was uh, Matt Dufty of the Dragons. The Dragons Livewire. Uh, in my opinion, he's uh, a game changer. Um Man, he had a few hands in um, in some of the tries over the weekend, and uh, man, he's such a hard uh, person to defend. Um, he's able to get on the outside of his players and um, just burn them for speed, eh? burn them for yeah. speed, and yeah, just somehow um, somehow scores himself, or at least um, creates an opportunity to score with um, other players around him. So yeah, he's he's my player of the week this week. Do you reckon when he got dropped, it just fueled the fire in him to make sure he never got dropped ever again? So we just seen him just excel when he joined back, like when he come back yeah. to the squad? Oh, definitely. I think like, um, <clears throat> yeah, since that opportunity, we probably had um, thought that it was probably the wrong decision to for the Dragons to drop him. And then there was yeah. some speculation of him leaving to go to the Titans, uh, which didn't end up happening. But um, I, I feel like now... Um, the Tufty's getting into the groove of things. Um, I can definitely say he's gonna um cement his spot at number one 
and he yes. needs to be in that in that seventeen. Definitely, and I hundred percent agree with you. A shout out to everyone who's joined the stream: Ephraim, Atiev, Sam, Tui, my man, and uh, oh, Bobby, mate. Put your real name, Madu, and Adrian. Bro. Bobby, <laughs> Bobby, Bobby, <laughs> so, Bobby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out to you. Thank you for joining the live stream. Uh, TJ, who was your player of the week? Player of the week for me was uh, Jamal Fogarty, um, the halfback for the Sardins. Uh, he, <laughs> bro, what are you laughing for, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> nothing, bro. Nothing. Carry on. No, um, like I think um, this game he really showed that uh, he deserves to be our halfback. Um, just the way that he controlled the team around the pitch. Um, defense was solid. He wasn't afraid to take any runs, and you know he uh, he managed to get that coast to coast try when he um, recovered that fumble by the Panthers. So. You know, for me, it was an all-around 80-minute performance from the man, so that's why he's my uh, player of the week. Yeah, we harped on about him earlier in our um, reviews about how Titans were missing that key half, and we always thought that they needed an experienced half. He's come out of nowhere, and he's, like, literally led the boys around. So, well, like, uh, I feel like he, I can't wait for next year, and we're going to talk about the Titans team later on in the podcast so I know everyone can't wait to talk about the Titans you know what I'm saying could I Sam agrees with you bro with Dufty and his passing game becomes a crazy weapon for the Dragons cool hey welcome to Solo um Atto who was your player of the week uh, my player of the week was uh Ryan Pappenhausen from the Mighty Storm <laughs> he played a great game Got one try, one try assist, three line breaks, seven tackle breaks, and he ran for 274 meters. Even though, like, they played the Broncos, like, that's, like, top numbers for, you know, a fullback in the NRL. So, yeah, he's my player of the week. Yeah, bro. And I'm going to jump in with you there. Um, he was my player of the week, but I also wrote down Jerome Hughes. And I know we're all Storm supporters and went for the Storm, but... Um, <laughs> I actually thought Kuda was going to pick RCG, otherwise he was my other player of the week. But my player of the week this week is Jerome Hughes. Um, fantasy, he got 73 points. He got two tries, one try save, one line break, two line break assists, six tackle breaks for a man in his position. Like Ryan Pappenhausen had seven tackle breaks, didn't he? Yeah, um, seven. Thought, yeah, yeah. So you can already see the impact that he played, like the way he plays. Um, I guess the Storm are coming together, man, and it's working out. So... Um, yeah, otherwise I would have went for RCG because he had a bloody cracker of performance for the para. It led them to victory um, over the weekend. So <clears throat> that's our players of the week. And that moves us to our try of the week. And I'll kick this one off. I'll continue with Jerome Hughes. Um, so we called the play A+. So he pretty much did a dummy A and then just sent the ball over to Pappy. <laughs> Everyone at Waverly, you know, A+. Plus G. Dummy A. <laughs> Sorry for all the Waverly coaches, I just gave away the play. But yeah, that play, um, that play between uh, Jerome Hughes and how he just shifted it out to, um, who was it? It was Pappenhausen, wasn't it? And then, who? Was it Pappenhausen? Yeah, it was, eh? Did you watch the game or? Man, no, I'm just trying to think just, there. Just the highlights. <laughs> no, it was Pappenhausen. And then Pappenhausen did an inside ball to Jerome Hughes and he aimed Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my try of the game, uh, try of the week. Uh, I just like the simplicity, of, the simplicity of it. And then um, the way he changed the direction of the defenders, Jerome Hughes, 
Mate, I should do a shape um, video, eh? like ISIS videos. <laughs> and do a breakdown of the play, like up here. No, jokes. Um, and g'day to, oh, Saul, cheer my bro. Um, and all the way from WA, Buddha's in. So, what up, Buddha? Hope things are going well for you. Oh, my man. Um, let's go with, I'll go from the bottom. So, Athol, who was, um, what was your try or hit of the week? So, my try of the week was. Mitchell Moses from the Parramatta Eels, the chip and chase try he got. Yeah, that was a nice try. Yeah, that was a crazy try. Like, you don't see that much, like, now in the NRL. But to see that on the weekend, that was a crazy try. And to, like, hit his team, like, in front and, you know, to get his team in a good spot. Yeah, that was a good try. Yeah. Individual try. And even Zach Lowy did his own chip and chase, too. So that was yeah. pretty good. Um, we'll go to Teach. Who was your try of the week or what was your hit of the week? Uh, try of the week was Brian Kelly. Um, not so much that he scored the try. was more so um, just the, the kick that got him the try. Um, so I think Ash Taylor was the one that sort of um, thread it through and it looked like it was going to go dead, but he, he had the speed to get there before it went over the deadline. So, um, yeah, like for me, it was just... Um, just goes to show how good Ash Taylor could be if he's always on his game. Yeah. And um, just how much speed that Brian Kelly has. So he pretty much um, burnt the center and the wing from, from the Panthers to get there. So that's my try of the week. Nice, my bro. Uh, Kura, try of the week? My try of the week uh, is from a power player, the front row, RCG. If you don't know Ooh. RCG, it's Regan Campbell-Gillard. <laughs> yeah. um, he did a 50-meter a, a try. Uh, he got got himself in a good position to break the line and then um, kind of get around uh, the fullback uh, with Dewey and um, end up scoring that try. Um, I never doubted him for getting there. He is a flying Fijian, so some people <laughs> don't realise that because he's white, but he is a Fijian man, so I expected him to get there even though uh, the legs got a bit tired towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Talal nearly turned him on his back, bro. I was Almost got him. Almost got Almost him. Got him. <laughs> that was a great... Uh, before we get into yours, Damo, shout out to Paul. My man, welcome to the stream. Uh, Damo, what was your try or hit of the week? Mine's a bit of... Mine's a try, a little bit of a hit as well. Uh, Micah Civil, bro. I just love the guy eh? when, but yeah, he's try just steamrolling over the Tigers' fullback. Just, just love it. He's too strong, man. <laughs> Imagine strong, being in yes. front of him. Imagine being in front he's of a, him. He's a, he's a front. He's a he's a forward playing on the wing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong there, brother. Fuck you know. Unfair, eh? But if you're a ranger, bro, you know what to do, bro. Easy, chop him down, right? What do you mean? You guys got a forward on your wing too, Vunivalu. He's not a nah. fool. <laughs> nah. He's still. He's, he's a like a centre. He's like a centre. <laughs> <laughs> he could pass the second row, actually. But yeah, um, that was a great try too. So yeah, those are our um, those are our hit all tries of the week, and um, it was a pretty easy. I reckon it's a pretty um easy round um to tip the winners for last round, but that gets us into. This round. So, for those who don't know, uh, round 12 is the Indigenous round. So, before we get into our tips, I'm just going to give a bit of information about what Indigenous round is and what it means. So, for this year, their theme is pass back, move forward. And pretty much the NRL's um, Indigenous round 
um, is about highlighting the importance uh, of understanding and appreciating Indigenous history and culture in order to build a better future. So this was um, pretty much backed by Volandis, and I think it's a great um, kind of theme for this um, this round. Um, I don't know if you saw, but they were pretty cool. Um, they did a jersey. Um, they presented, I saw, I watched a video of Josh Edekar, they presented him with his jersey and the artist who designed it, it was a young girl and she explained what like the meanings were for the different patterns on the actual jerseys. And I'm pretty sure there was something similar with every team. So yeah, um, it's pretty cool to see that um, and see them back like <clears throat> the Indigenous people in Australia. So it's crazy. Um, the focus of this round will be encouraging fans to learn about the traditional custodians of the land where they live. And in support of this, all stadiums hosting Indigenous round matches will include an acknowledgement to local First Nation people as part of their stadium name. So if you go on the NRL app, you'll see that um, it has um, uh, the location on where the games are played and that'll whatever people come from that area, it shows it underneath. So if you see um, maybe, I guess, foreign words that you probably didn't see before, that belongs to the people who um, own the land, I guess, or the rightful landowners for the certain stadium. So um, I think it's a pretty cool thing. I don't want to even try to um, pronounce them and I don't want to butcher them or uh, embarrass myself or, you know, uh, whatever, mate. Yeah, I don't want to butcher them. So I won't even try. But, and then also the team. So the teams and where they're from, they also have people who are from the native area. So, um, for example, for the Melbourne Storm, Wurundjeri people, that's our team name because we're on the land of the Wurundjeri people. And if you're in Melbourne, you'll know that not far away from the stadium, there's Wurundjeri Way or place. So, um, yeah, that's just like a little side road. Um, just thought that was pretty interesting, but pretty, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so um, I don't know if any of you boys want to even try and pronounce um, the team names, but, like, I thought it was good to know. So I did um, send a copy to you. And for those who are interested in learning about, like, what the Indigenous round means to Indigenous players, I guess, and also Indigenous people, go check it out on the NRL page. They have all the details there for you. Cool. Um, before we start our tips, actually, did any of you... I hope you did actually. I'm gonna put you down the spot. Kuda, I'll start with you. Name oh. two name two great indigenous players from your team. Um, and oh. give us a give us an interesting fact about them. Uh, I'll probably use an old player that I remember when I was younger and um, he was playing in the second rows lock sometimes at five eight and his name goes by the name of oh, he goes by the name of Dean Witters. Um, Dean Witters at the moment is probably a fun fact and I'd I knew he was, um, I guess, um, helping out with um, the Aboriginal, the Indigenous uh, communities around uh, Sydney. But uh, what I didn't know was um, he was actually, he's actually working with the NRL as a uh, Indigenous Pathways Manager. Um, I guess just to help those um, uh, young Indigenous people uh, show them which way, uh, what sort of pathways they could do as a career uh, in the future. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, another person is probably just, I guess, uh, Blake Ferguson's probably another big name. We probably haven't had as much um, um, big name Aboriginal or Indigenous players in the past, but um, 
um, yeah, I guess Blake Ferguson at the moment is probably one of the uh, more influential um, uh, indigenous uh, players at our team at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, just uh, I know he's a pretty proud um, Aboriginal himself, and um, I guess it will show uh, <laughs> through the um, through the jersey that uh, they'll wear this weekend as well. Yeah, nice, right? Um, TJ, there's uh, a few notable names uh, in your side. Um, who were your two greatest Indigenous players that you... Uh, so the two I went with would be um, Preston Campbell. So uh, Preston Campbell was one of the... He was one of the main... Um, one of the main in our players that really backed the uh, the whole idea of the Indigenous versus the, uh, the All-Stars. Yeah. And he was one of the main reasons why... It happened on the Gold Coast when they uh, when they kicked that off. So he was really pushing for that to happen, and he was pushing for it to happen on the Gold Coast. So Preston Campbell, um, we pretty much all know who Preston Campbell is. And my second one would have to be uh, he has he actually hasn't played in the last few years, but Ryan James, um, he was he was always a uh, proud um, proud of his heritage, proud of being Indigenous, and whenever he did play for the Indigenous uh, team, he was always uh, you know he was always proud about it and. I think he's one of the one of the people that's with oh, I guess the same with Presto, like they um they're actually pushing for pathways for indigenous people up on the Gold Coast as well. So um nice. yeah, those those are my two man. Nice bro, and it's good to see that the players that you've named so far like are still involved, like you know, heavily in the indigenous community. So shout out to them. Um before we continue, shout out to Harley, to Rose. Roto, my man, welcome to the live stream. Allah, good to hear, have you here. Uncle Jamie and Nicholas, g'day. Um, Athol, my man, who are your two? There's a lot of proud Indigenous players that play for the Mighty Storm. Who are the two players that you're going to talk about today? Uh, first, I'll go with a uh, current player, uh, Josh Adekar. And he's just a freakish player. He's like one of the fastest players in the NRL. And he gets freakish tries. Yeah, he's just a great player. And my second player will probably be... Oh, there's a lot, eh? I don't know, I'll go for old player. He used to be my favorite player. And then I wrote Greg Inglis when he was back at the Storm. <laughs> he was my favorite yeah. player. But then he moved. Yeah, those are my two. And then he ruined his career. Um, interesting fact about Josh Adekar. Um, obviously, his nickname is The Fox. And uh, he actually named his newborn son Fox, too. So, that's uh, a... Uh, and GI. Um, Damo, I know I didn't give you much time. Um, if you don't have two players you can name from our team, maybe you can choose two Indigenous players. Um you know, of all time, I guess, or any NRL. Oh, no, I went uh, pretty much, I nearly went the same with Ato. Yeah. But I did pick uh, GI. He was he was one of my favorite players too when he was with us. And um, the other one uh, the other one is uh, Will Chambers. I thought, I think he's probably been one of our most consistent centers for so many years. Yeah. He's done so much for the club and then... Like consistently dropping the ball? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that was in the back end of his career. Yeah, that was in the back end, man. <laughs> Too much as well, man. I think he's off. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're my two that I picked. Mean, bro, mean. Uh, for me, 
Um, I decided that because, yeah, there's too many Storm supporters in this podcast that I'll choose um, <laughs> my second favourite team. So um, I chose to go with the Warriors. And Jason when I talk Warriors. about the... <laughs> 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 no, no, no. The New Zealand, the Auckland Warriors, um, the Vodafone uh, Arena Warriors or whatever their name is. <laughs> uh, um, obviously, when I talk about Indigenous players for the Warriors, I'm talking about Indigenous Māori. And um, I guess, you know, there's a lot of notable mentions of, of really great um, New Zealand Rugby League players. Um, special mentions go to Steve Kearney, Ruben Wiki, and Simon Mannering. Um, but the two that I chose are uh, influential in New Zealand Rugby. The first one I chose is Stacey Jones. Um, Stacey Jones, um, I think that was my dad's favourite player. Like, um, and that's the only reason why I think he got into the Warriors. Um, he used to talk about Stacey Jones a lot and it made us follow him. Um, he actually, an interesting fact about him, he got a video game named after him in New Zealand. So I thought that was pretty interesting, but everyone knows the capabilities of Stacey Jones and how he influenced New Zealand rugby, but not, and also the NRL. Um, they call him, oh, I read his nickname somewhere, I forgot what they call him. The Little, little general. general. The Little General. Oh, my man, OG Warrior supporter right there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> And my, uh, and my second uh, one is Benji. And you can't get away from what Benji Marshall's done for um, New Zealand Rugby League. Um, there's, most people know a lot about him. I couldn't find an interesting fact because it's stuff that we all know about. But one thing that I reckon stands out in 2010, he won the Golden Boot. So um, I think besides that, he's been one of the most influential players of our generation. Well, in the generation we've watched rugby, not my generation, but the generation before us. And um, he's still playing and he's still showing that, you know, they dropped him when he came back. He can still perform, uh, maybe not as good as he used to, but still perform at a top level. So shout out to um, all the players that we talked about today and um, from your, uh, I guess, different uh, Indigenous communities. Yeah, shout out to you. So now let's get into the heart of this. Um, let's get into the heart of this uh, podcast. Let's get into the first game. So we got the Dragons and the Rabbitohs on Thursday. Damon, what's your thoughts on this game? Um, well, I'll pick the Rabbitohs just based on the fact that the Dragons are too inconsistent. They like have really good games. They show you what they really what they want to be about, but then the next week they just crumble. <clears throat> and even though this week they got robbed. <laughs> 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 uh, I, yeah, I just think the Rabbitohs are too strong, especially with um. I think yeah. I saw is Latrell back. Yeah, Latrell's yeah. back. Yeah, Latrell's yeah, back. If he slides back into fullback, yeah, I think too strong. I'm just trying to bring up the team list now. Um, TJ, what are your thoughts on this game? I'm gonna have to agree with Demo, man. Rabbitohs for the win. Um, for the same reasons, Dragons are just too inconsistent, and Latrell Mitchell coming back. Massive addition to the bunnies, so yeah, Rabbitohs for the win. Nice, bro. Um, Kuda, you reckon the Dragons might be able to bounce back, or do you think Rabbitohs are just gonna take the cup? Yeah, probably not. Uh, I think the Rabbitohs might take this one. Uh, yeah, with the inclusion of the trail back, mm. I think um, that their backline should be sorted out. Um, and then they have to. Uh, they have um, Alex Johnston moving back to the wing, and I feel that Alex Johnston plays his best games on the wing rather than at fullback. Um, and I know that the Rabbitohs have loaded up with uh, uh, a lot of forwards on their in their interchange uh, mm. compared to 
um, the Dragons. I think the Dragons end up bringing in Sailor this week, but he's starting on the bench. So yeah. um, it'll be interesting to see what he could do. But with some of the players that are missing with the Dragons at the moment, with Clune out this week uh, and Trent Merrin uh, not passing the HIA protocols, um, yeah, I just think that the Rebdos will be too strong. Nice, bro. Um, what are your thoughts on this match, uh, Ethel? I'm actually going to go the other way. I'm going to tip the Dragons in this game. Oh, yeah. There's always one person, mate. <laughs> what, yeah, what, we'll, what? See, we'll see how it goes, eh? Yeah. Nah, but, you... yeah, I just think being the team list, I actually think the Dragons board pack will be bigger and stronger and win that, you know, that middle that middle battle and dragons they're like a team like their backs they're known for scoring a lot of tries so like if dragons can you know win that middle battle and get rabbitos on the back foot early and score some early tries like they can then i think dragons could you know sneak away with a win here so yeah my tip is the dragons Dragons. Oh, sorry, bro. I'm going to have to leave you hanging. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to go with the Rabbitohs uh, this week. Um, I just think the Rabbitohs will bounce back with Luttrell um, making an appearance. Um, I feel like because it's um, an Indigenous round, you'll see that the Indigenous players will, you know, show up for their team, play with, um, I guess, more more enthusiasm or there'll be more, you know, have that pride in them to, you know, help them play and get through the game. Um, also, Alex Johnston um, actually got a offer to extend his contract for a player that wasn't having a, like, that wasn't going to have a contract next year. It'll just probably, you know, give him that boost um, and that confidence that the team backs him and he has been performing. So I don't know why you would even think about dropping him. Mm. Uh, mm. But yeah, I, I think um, just on that thought alone, they're gonna get the um, biscuits. What do you think, Damo? I saw, I saw, um, I think it was on um, <clears throat> Facebook earlier that Stormer trying to get him. Yeah, uh, yeah. Johnson. Nah, I don't. Yeah. Uh, he would have been a great addition um, if Vunivali moved on, but I think Vunivali might stay if Union doesn't uh, happen for him. And then yeah, Alex uh, get rid of him. <laughs> Why? Why? He's not, not that good anymore. What a jealous guy! <laughs> oh, there's a new Fijian in town. His name's Sibo. Huh? <laughs> 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 right. You know, um, Ricky Stewart likes to copy. Um, oh no, not Ricky Stewart. No, no I wasn't. Uh, I was going wrong. No, never mind. <laughs> but Fijian wingers, mate, gotta love him. Gotta love him. I think. Do you reckon um, Craig Valley was the one who started the thing with you know Fijian wingers? You reckon? We had Marika, Monivalu, uh, Sisawonga. Oh, yeah. He's the first one that I can remember, is Sisawonga. Yeah. And then you have like Radradra, oh, sorry, Randrandra, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, Megasibo. Uh, who else? Who else are notable Fijian wingers? Ravalawa. Yeah, Ravalawa. Uh, what's the guy's name with the thing? Magwama. Uh, Oh yeah, Kevin Neguama, or not a not a winger, but centre back. Okay, I think we're getting a bit sidetracked. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's our thoughts for that game. So majority of us going with the Rabbitohs, Tigers, and the Warriors. I'll start with you, Damon, again. What are your thoughts on this match? Uh, I went with the Tigers. Uh, feel sorry for the Warriors, but 
I mean, there's not much they can do. They're doing the best they can every week, but I just don't see them beating the Tigers. Tigers played pretty good last uh, last week, so. And especially, man, I can't wait till we get Harry Grant back. Jeez. Harder. Man, that guy is good. Beetle. Um, before we continue, shout out to Millie. She agrees with Stacey Jones. <clears throat> and Solomon. G'day to you, bro. Um, looks like you're wearing a Sea Eagles jersey from back home, so it must be nothing here hard, bro. <laughs> My man. And uh, Paul mentioned Marcus Pye, which is OG. I Marcus. thought he was a PNG. He is PNG. Oh, well, this that's is what in- I was thinking Paul. about. Paul, oh, this is, this is indigenous, Paul. Come on, mate. Oh. <laughs> Come on, mate. Do your research, mate. Come on. If you're going to comment on this live stream, mate, you're going to make it correct, mate. <laughs> Love you, my bro. <laughs> uh, Kuda, you think uh, mm-hmm. the Warriors having the ch- uh, have the chance to get the chocolates? Or uh, probably not again. <laughs> uh, no, I think Tigers uh, will be too strong now that uh, Alex Tolls are uh, considered to um, form back into the team. Uh, I, I just think that uh, their full pack will be too strong. Um, I know that um, Parramatta has loaned <laughs> players over to. Um, to the Warriors, uh, but I don't think those two players will have uh, an impact in, in the way they play. Obviously, they've had to um, move over on short notice, so I guess getting their chemistry with the boys um, at the Warriors at the moment is going to take some time, so uh, I'm going to back the Tigers this week. Yeah, um, TJ, I'll get your thoughts on the Warriors. So, those four players that went back on compassionate leave, um, what are your thoughts on that uh, and how much of an impact is it going to impact on the Warriors season? Uh, look, I think it's it's good. It's good that they've gone back. Um, good for them. Good for their, you know, good for their families. Obviously good for their mental health as well. Um, at the end of the day, you know, they, they signed a contract to be contracted and playing their footy out of New Zealand, um, only having to travel for away games. Um Having to be like I don't know what it's like to have to up and leave your family for for however long they're they're away for um but I, I'm guessing you know for those four players to actually say you know what it's time for us to go like it must have really taken a toll on them so I say big ups to them man like big ups for actually standing your ground and saying like um you know I want to go back to my family so um also big ups to the boys who have decided to stay as well because obviously without them we can't have competition um. Uh, I just, uh, it's really, I think it's really sad on the Warriors' behalf because, like, they just can't seem to get anything happening. Um, you know, they've had players come and go from, from you know, all the other respective clubs to try and help them. But I think when you're away from, from your family and stuff for that long, like, it really does start to take a toll on you. So big ups to the guys who have left, but also massive respect to the guys who decided to stay. Nice, bro. And I agree with you with that, too. So, um, uh, which way are you going with this game? So, you don't think that they'll get the biscuits? Uh, nah, man. I'm definitely going to back the Tigers on this one. Just that forward pack alone, you know, with um, Aiden Tall, Luciano, uh, what's the, the other prop name? LOI. Like that. And I think I mentioned Harry Grant as well. Like, that's a pretty solid forward pack. Um, I just can't see the Warriors getting past them. I mean, I guess it depends on who comes out firing first. If the Tigers get up on them, I think it'll be game over. But if the Warriors come out, then Tigers might be in for a fight. So, um, yeah, could go either way. But back in the Tigers. Yeah, 
Nice, bro. Uh, Athol, bro, obviously, did you watch the game? Oh, what game was this? The um, our last week's game between the Tigers and the Roosters. Oh, uh, the Warriors in the park. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Warriors wow. and the Roosters, my bad. Bro, I watched half time and then I fell asleep. Eh? Oh, did you see when um, Hetherington was fighting with JWH? They went back. Yeah, yeah. They went back and forth the whole game, and it shows that they have like you know a bit of grit to them. So um, I still feel like they could have beaten the Roosters last um, last week, and it's unfortunate yeah, they had a chance. So um, I don't know. Do you think that maybe they could do uh, get over the Tigers? No, I think you know that was just a. Uh... A lucky game, you know. That was a lucky close game against the Roosters. But I think, yeah, this week the Tigers will just be too strong for them. You know, they got players. They got the stronger players. They got the better forward pack, as TJ said. And, yeah, I think, you know, if the Tigers can, you know, start early and score early, I think they could put a big score on the Warriors this week. But I hope the Warriors do well. But, you know, I think... The Tigers will probably put a big one on them. Yeah, and I agree with all of you boys. I'm going with the Tigers. Um, I just feel like, yeah, they've just been playing great, um, great rugby lately. And I think they'll get the um, the chocolates over the boys. Um, but don't take anything away from this Warriors side. They've been able to pull out pretty good games considering the, the state of the team. Um, I guess... With the current, um, you know, casualty war over the the whole of the NRL, um, it might be a good chance for the last remaining eight rounds um, for them to try out, you know, um, like new players or young players throughout the whole of the NRL. Not only the um, uh, the Warriors. Shout out to um, the teams that have, uh, you know, loaned players to all different clubs, but especially to the Warriors. Um, but yeah, uh, it might they probably won't help them in this instance against this Tigers team, Red Hot Tigers team. Um, cool. Okay, that moves us to our next game. So, <laughs> bro, this trash-ass team, the Broncos, playing against the Sharks. <laughs> Let me kick it off. The Broncos are going to get pumped again. Sharks are too good at attacking. Broncos can't pull a win out of their, out of their anything. Out of their, they're trash, bro. Look, they put Darius Boyd in the wing. Trash. I mean, on the fullback, trash. Um, well, Richie Kenner. But, yeah, it's good that Richie Kenner... Um, Maybe Kuda can talk about it, that, that he's making a start. Um, let's scroll down and see if they put our boy um, in the top. Oh, no, he's there. He's in. Prior to him, might be uh, he's number 20, so he might be able to make an appearance. Oh, is he at the Broncos now? Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. So, oh, what uh, the he's, heck? He's, he's almost there. Um, so, yeah, shout out to you, bro. Hey. Um, I'm going with the, um, the Sharks. I think their attacking form has been crazy. Um, I think Sione Katoa has been, um, sorry, Sione Katoa, he's been, um, sorry, this is a, a <coughs> I'm going to pronounce the Islanders' names <laughs> properly. Um, yeah, I think uh, he's back, cleared from a HIA, so, uh, did they name him? I don't want to be a few book when they didn't even name him. No, they did. Yeah, yeah. so um, I'm yeah. loving the Sharks uh, team. Uh, as uh, everyone knows, CJ Smokey team, so easy. I'm going with the Sharks. Damo, what are your thoughts on this match? Yeah, going with the Sharks, Broncos probably more waste of space and competition than any other team I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm being honest. But uh, yeah, nah, man, the Sharks are too strong. Broncos, I don't know what's going on with them, man. But putting Boyd at fullback, <coughs> that's a joke. 
Right. Yeah, they've just been terrible this season, man. And Sharks have been up and down, but like you said, they've got a good attack, especially with um with Couture on the wing. And um yeah. man, shout out to my shout out to my boy Andrew Fafita, eh? Fuck. Poor fella's still injured. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, now nah, I'm going with Sharks. Gee, he's loving being injured. He's just jamming at home, bro, with the boys. Yeah, I know, bro. <laughs> uh, bro, what's your thoughts on this game? Kura? Uh, uh, probably not going to say much with this one. I think uh, Sharks will win this game convincingly uh, with the few shift changes at the Broncos. Uh, I thought that Milford played pretty well at, at fullback and probably should stay there. Um, but um, with Brady Croft out this week, I think um, that change is going to impact their, the way that they play. Um, well, I think Brady Cross off out with a shoulder injury, so it must have been that hit that he tried to do on Pepinhouse and must have hurt him. Yeah. <laughs> Hard out. Uh, shout out to everyone who joined the live stream. Tui, Kenny, uh, Kapoor, and Willie, Chirk. Um, TJ, come on, mate. Don't tell me you're going to go with this Queensland team. Oh, no way, man. It's a no-brainer. I'm back in the shots, bro. Yeah. Any, any thoughts or now? Nah, easy game. Ah, easy game, bro. Easy game. Nice. Um, Athol, anything to add? Or we're all going with the same team for this one? There's always that one guy. Don't be that guy, team. Don't be that guy, bro. Straight up. Nah, I think uh, having Jake Turpin back, you know, they haven't had you know, really good hooker for the past, you know, how many weeks? Eight weeks, seven weeks or whatever. But, yeah, he's back. I think he'll add a lot in the middle there. I see that Connor Tracy's playing seven, so Chad Townsend's not in there. And he's yeah. usually the one who, you know, controls the team more than Johnson does. So Johnson's going to have to step up a lot this game. I don't think, you know, I'm not sold yet on William Kennedy as the full-time fullback for the Sharks. Yeah, but I think the forward pack, like, you have Payne Haas, Tom Flegler, you know, Joe Offa-Engel, Tavita Pangai Jr., Pat Carrigan. I reckon that's a good, you know, good solid pack. And I think they'll, you know, they'll be doing well with Dick Turpin. Like, Dick Turpin will be getting, you know, his forwards rolling better than their pass hookers have done. And I think they could surprise a lot of people. Even Darius Boyd, like, he's been playing center, but he's been, like, doing nothing there. Like, he's no threat in center. But at the back, at least, like, because he's one of the best, like, you know, defensive, like, fullbacks are, like, not tackling, but, like, as setting up the team defensively. Because, yep. you know, he's, like, the general on defense. So you need someone like him. So hopefully he plays well. And hopefully, you know, the Bronx get an upset. So that's where I'm going this week. Man, that's crazy. Man, you like risking your pride for the Broncos, man. <laughs> People are going to roast think they're gonna you. Do it. <laughs> I think they're going to um, do it. I didn't even see Jakey's back, so that's good to have Turpin back. Um, he's a great hooker. Um, I don't know why they went with Isaac Luke. Then maybe they're just going to ease Turpin in. If I was the Broncos um, coach, I would have dropped Isaac Luke and got... Um, another forward in there, and it looks like I don't. I, I think don't know. Fafita's a maybe. Where's that? Oh, he might play. 
Is that right? Yeah, a, I think he's a maybe. Yeah, he might play this question mark. Oh, 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 okay. The fellow was in hospital the other day. What the hell? Actually, <laughs> I did see on the casualty ward he was round 12 expecting to make a comeback. So, yeah, this is yeah. round 12, isn't it? So, yeah, okay, that might be the thing. That, then they might push Isaac Luke out and then get him in. And then, yeah, I reckon they'll ease him off the bench too just to get in the swing of things. I don't know who this Jordan Ricky is, but I'm hoping that Pride can get a start, bro. That'll be a great thing. But, yeah, it should be um, an easy one for the Sharks. Um, I'll let my bro introduce the next game on Saturday. Let's get into it, TJ. Wait, who are we playing? Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, my. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll give you, I'll give you a clue. Oh, who like... <laughs> oh we're playing the Roosters. Oh, bro, easy win. Easy win. Easy win for the Ooh. Titans, man. Oh. <laughs> and if you, if John was sitting right next to you, what would you say to him? Bro, I'll put a bet on. Jersey. No oh. hesitation. Hey, <laughs> let me give an update on the Jersey thing, by the way. He sent me a snap today. His Jersey come in a few weeks ago, but he just left it in his cupboard. And then he's like, bro, he showed me a snap. He's like, this jersey came in ages ago. Put it on the floor and start stepping on it. Oh. Disrespect, bro. Disrespect. Anyways, he's just jealous because he'll probably look handsome as in that jersey. <laughs> <laughs> but well, yeah, it's what um, happens when you're a steel fixer, man. You have money to blow, so you can just, you know, buy jerseys <laughs> and stomp on them. Wow. It's shipping as well, mate. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll, I'll make a video with him. I still got that bloody Rooster jersey in my um in my rubbish bag on the floor. <laughs> um, yeah, so you're going to go with the Titans. That's pretty uh, bold of you, my bro. Uh, we'll go to what are your thoughts on this game? Oh, I think this will be an easy game for the Roosters. <laughs> 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 no, but like I think the Roosters would be too strong. The uh, Titans, they they did well on the weekend, but yeah, this Roosters team, I still consider them the best team, even though they're not on top of the ladder. So yeah, I think it will be a big win for them. Yeah, bro. Um, shout out to everyone who's jumped on the live stream. Dave, uh, he's going for the Broncos just for this game. Uh, shout out to you, Ladi, and Dozer, Big Dozer's on, and Johnny. So shout out to you, my bros. Uh, Kuda, Bruce. Yeah, pretty straightforward. I think Roosters should take this one. Uh, if the Titans can play or take a page out of the book of the Warriors from last weekend, um, it probably could be a close game. But uh, yeah, just I think that the Roosters will be too strong this weekend. Definitely. Um, uh, Damo, um, if the Titans had ever the slightest chance of beating the Roosters, how do you think that uh, they could do it? Uh, bring Ryan James back from injury, mate. <laughs> True. Yeah. We'll just call the game off. <laughs> yeah, a draw, a draw. <laughs> yeah, nah, they're that's the only thing they're missing, eh? They're just missing a leader, bro. They they've been playing good. I still don't think they're that good, but they've been playing good. Yeah, they need a leader. Um, but yeah, Rooster is easy, no brainer. No brainer. Yeah. Um. For, for me, yeah, pretty much I'm going to go with the Roosters. Um, I still think that it's going to be an interesting game because, they're, yeah, like I could have said, the, the, if they take a page out of the Warriors book, they almost had them last week. So, mm. um, and we've seen, you know, the improvement in the attacking um, of, you know, the Titans. So, um, I, I love what the Titans are doing, man. Holbrook is, uh, you know, is a great, um, great coach. 
and he's uh, forming, you know, the right troops to get the job done, hopefully. So, um, but for this match, I'm going to go with the Roosters. They've been red up form, and um, they're only going to, or maybe if they wanted to, if the what do you call it? If the Titans wanted to um, make uh, make it interesting, they need to attack Ryan Hall because he's trash. <laughs> you know that everyone like, in the Roosters are trash, but he's just he's just trash. He can't score. The ball never goes down his way. He hardly gets time to defend. He doesn't even run hard. I think he should just go back to England, to be honest. Um, <laughs> and Probably get, score a hat trick on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> all in my game. He's still yet to score, I think. So. Well, yeah, he hasn't scored yet. Yeah, big, big name, big raps coming from. He scored however many tries at his previous team and still can't get the biscuits in this game. So, um, yeah, but I'm going to go with the. Um, the Roosters, just because of the form they've, that they've been in. Okay, that moves us to our next game on Saturday. We've got the Cowboys and the Raiders. So I'll stick with you, Damo. Uh, do you think the Cowboys have a chance of beating this, uh, you know, red-hot um, Raiders squad? Uh, not much, I don't think. Uh, Raiders, uh, they're still probably one of the best teams in the comp, even though they've, they've, they've been struggling a little bit this year. I still think they're one of the best teams in the comp. Um, I just seen Rapana's at fullback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy, <laughs> oh, that's interesting. But yeah, nah, I still think they'll win, bro. The Cowboys haven't been the same since um, since Thurston's retired. They still got the same team, and they're not improving. So yeah, I'm just gonna go with the Raiders this week. Yeah, nice, bro. And plus the the inclusion of uh, Harawira Naira. Woo-hoo. Is I he coming off the bench? Yeah, he's coming off the bench. But Number 17. He'd be, he'd definitely be somebody to look out for, especially in um, fantasy. I reckon he'd be a good pickup. Might be cheap now, wouldn't he? I think he's still around the 600s. I mean, oh, look, dang. don't have any trades to get him in. Hard, <laughs> same. I'm saving them for later. <laughs> uh, Kura, the Hammer's been playing out of his skin lately, but they still haven't been able to get, you know, uh, get over the line. Um, do you think they have a chance against uh, this uh, this uh, Raiders team? Uh, look, I think the Cowboys play their best footy up in Townsville. Uh, Hammer has been playing out of his skin. He's definitely showing... Um, his skill set as a young player, um, but uh, I just think that this Raiders team that's going to go up will be too strong for them to handle. Um, I know that they don't have uh, Nickel Clockstad at the back, but um, they still have other players um, that can kind of fill that void and hopefully they can um, get them over the line. Yeah, bro. Uh, TJ, your thoughts? Oh, man. As much as I like the Cowboys, I'm going to have to go with the Raiders, man. Um, just with uh, what Damon was saying, same team for the last couple of years. Uh, and I think it's safe to say it's an aging team as well. Um, the only youngsters that are coming through is obviously um, the fullback and I think one of their wingers, maybe. But yeah. apart from that, it's like, you know, they've stuck with the same guys for the last couple of years. And, um, you know, when you do that, without any injection of youth, obviously, um, you know, father time catches up, and I think we're seeing that in this in this Cowboys side. So, uh, yeah, man, Raiders for the win. Nice, bro. Uh, Ethel, bro, Tom Lolo's been playing out of his skin too. He's still trying his best to lead the team around alongside, you know, Maguire and Robson, but 
they haven't been able to, you know, capitalize on it. So what are your thoughts on this uh, match? Well, I think uh, the Raiders, uh, yeah, the Raiders think they will win this one comfortably. I think um, they have the forward pack to, you know, they can do a job on Tomololo. They can, he'll still have a you know, game, but, you know, they can limit his impact because they've got a great forward pack at the Raiders. And even though they don't have chance at the back there, they have Rapana, they still have, you know, like good key players there to, you know, get the job done and it should be an easy one for them. Yeah, bro. Um, I agree with you, man. And it's going to be cool seeing Rapana in the fullback. Um, maybe he'll be like Joey Manu and just play out of his skin. Uh, Valamo played a great game last week and he ended up getting his first try in NRL too. So um, it's good to see these uh, boys coming through. But, man, this forward pack is crazy, man. I love, like Papali. Oh, sorry, Papali. My man. Playing <laughs> <laughs> too good. And, you know, this... Um, I like it. Like, like I said last week, when Starling comes on and takes over and um, uh, Saliba Havili s- slips into, you know, a uh, back rower, this team is crazy. So I'm loving it. And obviously with the addition of the, the horseman himself, uh, this is uh, Andy's lookalike in Kori Harawira Naira. <laughs> They're going to be crazy. As long as he doesn't go around to those schools around the local areas, bro. Whoa. <laughs> oh, Becky, bro. Andy's I don't RCG. think he'll be a fender. <laughs> oh, yeah. Andy's actually RCG and Corey. If they had a baby, like I said before, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be Andy. If they had a baby boy, that's who Andy looks like. And talk about the Eagles. Not nothing, your Eagles. Uh, we're talking about uh, uh, Manly. So we got Manly and the Panthers. Um, uh, I'll, I'll kick this one off. Um, actually, did I say I was going for the Raiders? Yeah, I'm going for the Raiders. Well, in this game, uh, this one's a tricky one for me, um, but I think I'm going to go with the Panthers. Uh, top of the leaderboard, followed secondly by Melbourne Storm, not Para. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think uh, the Panthers have just been playing so cool. Uh, they're just, you know, Critter, what a, what a uh, pickup. Um, Jerome Law and uh, Nathan Cleary uh, just killing at the moment. Cleary playing with so much time, uh, just leading the boys around the pack. They're going to... And we've seen with this uh, Manly team that if they get under pressure, they usually fold. So um, if the boys apply the pressure that they normally do, I think uh, this will be um, actually a high-scoring game. That's what I think um, if if, uh, Nathan Cleary can lead the boys um, right at the start. Um, What are your thoughts on this game, uh, Damo? Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the, the Panthers, uh, just seeing, uh, Kiko's back, um, Coruscant's on the reserves, but I reckon they'll put him straight back into the team. Uh, yeah, it's just too good, man. Especially Nathan Cleary, this kid's still young and he's already leading his team. They're on top of the table. Um, Luai, even him, bro, he streams on Twitch too. Oh, true. What does he play? Yeah. Plays a lot of uh, Warzone. Oh, nice. But yeah, he's been he's been he's been crazy this season. Glad I put him in my team. And um, yeah, <clears throat> Manly is another team that's just too inconsistent. Mm-hmm. If anything, they're just consistent at being bad sometimes. But <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, no, nah, I I don't think they're the team to. Uh, to beat the Panthers. 
So yeah, I got Panthers for this I game. Think, I think we should change this podcast to the I Hate Manly and Broncos podcast, bro. <laughs> oh, and Roosters, bro. Those teams are trash, bro. Uh, good on. What are your What are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, tricky one this week for this game. Uh, but I'm going back to Panthers. I think the top of the league um, uh, leaders are. I've been playing some pretty good uh, footy the past couple of weeks. Um, these guys have probably already spoken about it uh, with Jerome Loy. He's definitely stepping up um, and showing uh, what he can do with the ball. Um, and it just, he makes it look easy because of his outside backs as well. Um, pretty much just finishing off the job that he, he creates. Um, so, yeah, I just think Panthers will have too much for them. Yeah, bro. Um, before we continue, shout out to Tui. We all know that he's a hard out Cowboy supporter. He goes, let's go, Cowboys. <laughs> and, uh, bro, shout out to Tana, bro. He um, he jumped up. Um, up the storm, my man. Tana. Uh, up the power. <laughs> Good to see you, mate. Um, welcome to the live stream. TJ, this one a uh, straightforward one or what? Yeah, pretty straightforward, man. Um, so last week they had... Kurosawa and Kiko out, and I, I actually thought, um, you know, that if we had a chance of beating them, it would have been last week, and they actually, um, you know, they, they beat us, so with the addition of those two potentially coming back this week, um, it's a no-brainer, man, like, they, they bring so much experience and, I guess, more options for Cleary to look at, especially with um, Kiko coming back into that, uh, that left edge, so... Going with the Panthers for the win, and um, yeah. And uh, you, Ethel, pretty easy one. Well, oh, really? This, yeah, <laughs> to be tricky. Yeah, it's fifty-fifty this game. Yeah, I think you know this is going to be a really good battle in the middle. Both both teams have big, strong forward packs, but I'm going to go for Manly this week. Wow, Manly can get the job done. Hey, you're a surprise package this week, aren't you? Yeah, bro. <laughs> you should put a multi on, brother. Hey, yeah, I wonder what that multi's going to be if you do those teams. <laughs> don't think he will pay. Yeah, but... I'm not too sure, like, if uh, Coruscant is going to play, but he is there, named uh, 18th man. But, yeah, I'm not too sure if he's going to play. You know, they they don't have their, their normal fullback at the back there, the Panthers. Even the Manly also, they have players out too, so it's going to be a tough battle and it's going to be the forward pack who comes, you know, comes firing on the day. And for me, I'm going the way of the Manly. Nice, bro. Uh, we have uh, another para fan, uh, Alan Leilua. I'm not sure who that is, if that's any of your boys. Oh, yeah, that's one of my boys. Oh, true. Chevrolet up the <laughs> para. Bro. Um, up and uh, plays for Packy Eels, too. What a para oh, fan. Oh, no way. <laughs> Could have, bro. You should go play for Packy Eels, too, bro. <laughs> No, I'll be the CEO for that. Oh. <laughs> and then go back and play for the other two years, right? <laughs> uh, never, bro. Never. Yeah. Yeah. He is all the way, bro. Uh, Dove is all, uh, he's back in the Eagles. He says that, um, you know, the yeah, Eagles gee. always turn up on um, big games, especially Cherry Evans. Um, yeah, should be good. He's uh, his betting on his experience to lead him uh, and his team. So shout out to you, Dove. Thanks for the um, great comments. Um, but yeah, I think we've all agreed mostly that we're going with the Panthers. But if the, um, I guess if Cherry Evans can, you know, lead his squad and get the boys, um, out of Fanua Blake and Marty Tapal, you know, smashing the, the shit out of the other forwards, um, I think, uh, yeah, maybe they could get away. 
They could get us to the top two. Yeah. And this <laughs> might be actually, I reckon that's looking like the game of the week, to be honest. But we'll see yeah. how that goes next Should week. Um, let's move into Sunday. And, bro, I'll let you introduce your game. Yeah, this is going to be a controversial game. It always is. Uh, it's a back, we're having a back to back game of the West uh, battle. Um, there's always controversy between the Eels and the Bulldogs this week. Um, if you watch the first game, first round, um, when we played the Bulldogs, there was a lot of controversy there. Um, and there was also a low scoring game as well. So I think both teams end up scoring 10 and under. So I'm expecting this game to be a close one for the Eels. Uh, Eels for the win, probably by 12. 12, nice. Um, I'll jump in next. Um, although the first game was close, I think it was, everyone was just getting a feel for each other in that game. This one, I reckon, you're going to blow them out the park, mate. If um, RCG and Junior Polo play like exactly how they played, um, like how they've been consistent over the last couple of weeks, leading their forward pack alongside Reed Marnie, and then you have Maddo back, who was just missing on the right edge, I think he plays. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this team, crazy team at the moment, and I think they're going to demolish uh, this Bulldog side. Um, I'm betting on, if we're going to do a same-game multi, um, I reckon we'll go make a Sivo and Michael Jennings anytime try scorer. Uh, maybe you can chuck in a forward, maybe chuck in Maddo if you want, just to up your odds. And then para 13+, plus. I don't know what it's paying, but that'll be a good multi. Um, yeah. Uh, Damo, what are your thoughts on this game? I'm going. <clears throat> I'm going to go Eels. Uh, Michael Sivo is going to score three tries, and Junior Paulo is going to get 200 meters. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, no brainer. It's another no brainer. Ethel, <laughs> make sure you tell Philip, bro, or Damo. Damo, Philip is sitting right next to you. What would you say to him? Your team's still trash, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Been trash since 2012. Oh, <laughs> hey, we talked about uh 2012 Barber, I think 2012 or 2013. Yeah, yeah, the other day. All right, cool. So, you're going with um the doggies, did you say? No <laughs> <Hey>, chance, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've picked them at all this year. So, no, <clears throat> no, it was easy. Nice, bro. Um, Teach, have I asked you? Nah, what are your thoughts on this game, my man? Power. No brainer, powerful the win. Is that what you have to say? Just it's easy as that, simple as that. Pretty much. Hey man, I like your style, man. I like your style. <laughs> <laughs> Ethel, what are your thoughts? Oh look, Philip's on up the doggies. <laughs> right, yell out to him and tell him he's trash, Ethel. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> <Nah>, no. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on this game? I know he's looking at you selling pick doggies. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I'm with you boys. You know, Para, I think, you know, it'll be an easy win for them. You know, the doggies, they could, you know, play good and maybe force a, a tighter, tighter, closer game. But I just think, yeah, the Eels are too good. You know, Junior Polo and Regan Campbell-Gillard, they're just, you know, the two best starting front rowers in the whole comp. And their whole forward pack is just, good as well. Mitchell Moses being back it's going to help them a lot and yeah they should have a big win against the Doggies on the weekend. Man I wish I picked um, in fantasy when uh, Faitala Mariner come on. I remember we spoke yeah. about it on this podcast that I wish I got him in my fantasy team that week but he's been playing crazy 
um, lately, and he's been putting up a try nearly every game or like every like every second game, I guess. Um, this team is a team that's been a struggling team, and I guess you know they're just up and down. I think they're at the bottom of the ladder, and they pulled up upset last week, but I just don't think they'll be good enough against this bloody Paris squad. Um, but um, you know, just try your best, boys. You know, I guess that's all we can ask. <laughs> so we can ask, man. And that um, brings us to you know the game of the week. So um, I'll, I'll let um, actually I'll get, I'll let you, Damo, introduce this game. Uh, so we got the storm and the knights, and I'm going. Wow, that's a tough one. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. go there. Come on, man. Don't do a TJ, bro. Nah, no way. Always back my team. Storm, easy. Yeah. <laughs> nah, the the knights, the knights, another inconsistent team. Don't know what night teams we're gonna, which knights team we're gonna get this week. But um, man, Ponga looks lost out there, bro. I don't know. He he just looks different this season than he did the last two seasons. But um, just hoping our forward pack can uh, carry us over. I reckon our back's been doing a lot of work past few weeks. So forward pack uh, take over the game, steamroll over the uh, Knights forwards, and yeah, reckon we'll win by twelve. Twelve. That's pretty conservative, mate. Come on, you got to up your numbers, mate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kura, Kura, what are your thoughts on this game? Come on. What are your thoughts? Yeah, this, this one, no-brainer, mate. No-brainer, this one. Storm should have smashed them. I think Knights, Knights are struggling. Uh, they're going to struggle more now that um, they need to put a, a, a new hooker in um, on the field. Uh, I think they might. Uh, I don't know who was playing a hooker, who got named a hooker. But, um, Mr. Yeah, Randall. Chris, Chris, Chris Randall. Oh, who? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, with with McCullough not there, uh, I, I thought McCullough when he came over to Newcastle, he's been playing pretty good, pretty, pretty decent. Um, and with without him there, uh, I think Knights um, will struggle against the Storm team. Uh, shout out to everyone in the comments. Jar, he's saying doggies for the win, and also Boy Ranch is saying doggies to win too. These people are in denial. Um, Can we kick Hano... them out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's kick them from the chat. <laughs> um, oh, for those who are watching too, make sure you comment and uh, you know keep us interested in the chat too. Uh, we got Rano. He's going um, minus twelve, minus twelve, or by twelve. Hopefully, it uh, my... to be a plus. Do you know what that means or not? I think Storm to lose minus twelve. And he also put up a st- uh, storm to win 30 plus uh, at a card to get the first try at Big Nouse anytime trust. Oh, they might be paying good too. Thank you for your t- tips, Rono. Uh, and Rono's mate, TJ, what are your thoughts on this match? <laughs> I'm actually going to have to agree with Ronald, man. I think Ronald hit it, uh, hit it pretty, pretty good on the nail there. Storm plus 13. I believe Adam Carr for first try score and being nice anytime. So storm for the win, man. And that's um actually a pretty good one. And then uh, Atov, uh, what do you think? Um, if if you, I know we don't think that, but if the Knights could win this, how do you think they could win against our mighty team? Oh, they're not a bad team. They're still a great team, even though they have you know both their hookers who got injured on the weekend. They still have a good team and. You know, if they can get a good start against the Storm, 
you know, somehow, you know, get the forward to like in a battle with the storm forward and, you know, win that arm wrestle in the middle there. Maybe they can create something, but yeah, I just don't see it happening. So yeah, for my tip, I'm going for the storm. The win, big win for the storm this week, I reckon. I think, um, yeah, the Knights with their injuries to their two hookers on the weekend, and that's going to disrupt their spine a bit. And Kellen Ponga, yeah, he hasn't been, you know, performing well in recent weeks. And, like, you know, he hasn't been a consistent fullback. So, you know, he goes hidden in a lot of games. As, like, he doesn't, he doesn't, sometimes he just goes missing in a game. And, yeah, I just think this is going to be a game where, He'll go missing again, and the storm will just steamroll them and put up a big score. Yeah, nice, bro. Win. Uh, Jar's saying that big 10 or for a double inside Intel, he reckons. No, uh, not, not too Is he not starting or not? <laughs> no, he's not starting. He's off the nah, bench. He's off the bench. Um, I thought they were gonna put Nelson off the bench and just leave Brando starting it, um, in the in the proposition, but obviously, should have other plans. <laughs> um, Shout out to you, Sam, for jumping on the live stream. And Rado is like, if you bet, you know what minus 12 means, lol. If you know, you know. <laughs> wow, I know what that means. I just didn't know if that's what it meant. Anyways. But <laughs> 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 wow, what a sad guy trying to out me on my podcast. <laughs> um, but I'm loving the interaction on the um, on the comments. So, yeah, for those who are watching the live stream, get in there. Get your comments in. Um, for this uh, match... You know, I'm going with the Storm. It's a pretty. It's going to be a pretty good game. I think we might be able to put on a big score, 13 plus. Um, but one person to look out for in this game is actually not on our team, Phoenix Crossland. Um, there was big raps about him um, coming into this year. Obviously, he hasn't been able to make a start or land a you know a starting position. But um, he play. He he's a, one of those players that um, Maddie John, um, Maddie John, sorry, uh, Andrew Johns um, rates. Um, he come in in the ninth competition too and played really well. So uh, he's one person to look out for alongside um, who's the other guy that was playing in the knots? He's not in there. I think he's injured. Anyways, he was the other rookie. Um, the oh, Texoy, sorry, that's the other one I'm talking about. Yeah, so him and Texoy were the ones who get got um, good uh, big raps. So um, excited to see Phoenix Crossland. He's kind of like a Tana Boyd. So. Um, yeah, it should be um, good to see him in action. But yeah, we're gonna smash. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna smash the uh, the Knights easy, very thirty plus. And I guess that uh, brings us to the end of our tips. So uh, hopefully, um, you got into our tips. If you didn't, then don't worry because we're probably wrong anyway. So it's all good. <laughs> um, shout out to Sam. Uh, Ronald's telling me to shut up. I can't because I'm actually the host of this podcast, so it'll be pretty awkward if I did. Um, <laughs> but shout out to you and um, Sam and Rono. Keep the comments coming. Uh, let's get into some discussion topics. So um, I'll let the, the main man lead this one off about and, uh, Andrew Fafida. Sorry, my bad. David Fafida. You want to give us some context on what just happened uh, this past week, uh, my man Teach? Yeah, so um, David Fafita agreed to a three-year deal with the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, I think they were looking at paying him 3.25 mil. Um, I think that's for the over the next three years. So massive signing for the Titans, definitely. Um, not too sure how the Broncos are taking that. Um, it's actually quite sad because uh, everyone seems to be hating on the Titans because we 
um, we picked them up. And I don't think that's our fault. Like, you know, I think the Broncos just need to get the get their shit together and bloody look after their team. So, um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> to, to all those people, like, bro, um, so I'm a part of a few of the Gold Coast Titans fan pages and stuff. And, like, some of the shit that we cop from other fans from other clubs, mainly the Broncos, the Bronco fans, bro. <laughs> They're like some pretty ruthless fans, man. They're like, they're probably as bad as Collingwood fans, to be honest. <laughs> so, um, how many people are in the, in in those fan groups? Is it like the same as our live stream? <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, but there's there's quite a few of them. But um, I I just don't know why we can't get that as um as many numbers at a home game. Maybe because we all spread out. True. Social <laughs> oh, sure. distancing. <laughs> Before well, COVID. <laughs> been social distancing for the last 10 years. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, we've uh, pissed off a few uh, of our fans, man. They're going toilet because we're talking about the Titans, man. Don't be like that. Oh. Um, uh, I can't look at our... Um, actually, maybe I can. I posted a photo in our group chat of um, the possible Titans lineup um, for next year, and it's actually looking pretty good. Um, we got AJ Brimson in the back at fullback. He's a great fullback. Corey Thompson in, in number two, um, and Philip Sami on the opposite wing. Brian Kelly and Young Tonomofia in uh, in the centres. Um, then we got Ash Hale and Fogarty killing in the halves alongside Fodawika and Tino Faasua Malawi. In the in the in the propositions um, and Aaron Clark being the hooker for that team, uh, David Fafita coming in at second row alongside Kevin Proctor with Herman SS coming in in um, in lock position and then on the bench Tana Boyd and both Firm is it Firma or Fema? Firma, Firma, and Sam uh, Lasone and Jared Wallace. So that team potential team is actually not a bad um, tight end squad. And I think you know they've done well in assembling uh, this team. Uh, what are your, what are your thoughts? Uh, any of you boys on uh, the Titans? You know, actually, I go with you, Kura. You know, trusting in uh, someone so young in Fafida on a one point two five million contract a year for the next three years—that's a lot of responsibility for a young boy. Yeah, obviously, uh, Titans are looking for a player they can build around, uh, and look, Fafida is probably one of those those players that you you can. Uh, build around, but there's also some other players that um, are starting to pull their weight uh, that are in the squad now. Uh, with Fodoika, uh, Ash Taylor's playing some pretty good footy at the moment, um, especially uh, even my like Corey Thompson as well being there. Um, so uh, hopefully they can. Oh, I'm not sure how long Corey Thompson is there for, but hopefully they can keep him for a while, um, just as oh, as a starting player if possible, but even just to have that depth there. Um, but, yeah, I think um, Titans are, are, are very lucky to have um, uh, Fafita. And I'm, I'm glad that all this is, um, all this um, contract saga is kind of over because it was kind of going back and forth through the media. And, um, <laughs> yeah. nobody, nobody really knew where it was going. So everyone actually thought that – I actually thought that he was going to re-sign with the Broncos. And it didn't happen uh, – seem to go that way. So, yeah, I think um, – Titans uh, have got a, a great pick. 
Yeah, nice, bro. Uh, Damo, this is the only podcast where we spend a lot of time talking about the Titans, man. Uh, what are your thoughts on David Fafita moving there first and then, you know, the Titans as a uh, potential... Um, well, if the Storm is still based in Queensland next year, they'll still be the second-best team in Queensland. Uh, <laughs> what, are you, what, what are your thoughts? Hey, a quick fact before you give your answer. The Storm are based in two states and we're the best in two states. I think that's the first time in NRA history. So, yeah, go. <laughs> No wrong day, best team in Queensland, best team in Victoria. So yeah, um, yeah, Damon, in Australia. Wow. That is the galaxy. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but nah. yeah, what are, what are your thoughts, uh, Damon? Uh, rigged, eh? Rigged. Yeah. Why? Where are they getting their money from? Bro. You sound like those Broncos supporters, man. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm still salty about when they fucking did that salary cap shit on us, and then all these other teams are coming in giving millions of dollars to players, bro. Ash Taylor, he's the only one on big money, and Jai Everett, and then there should be millions of cap space in in the title. Yeah, and then and then they're bringing in Fafita and and, and Tino. Um, Tino. He's yeah, on the, he's on that big deal as well. Yeah, true. But at, at the end of the day, man. Uh, hold on, it's going flat. <laughs> <laughs> I said it on jinxed you. Technical difficulties, man. Nah, at the at the end of the day, bro, their teams their teams gonna look good next season. They might be uh might be underdogs to make the eight at least. Yeah, um, no doubt. Especially if if Ryan James comes back, I think he's one player they really need. He's Ash gone, Taylor, bro. he's gone. Yeah, we're letting him go. Oh, who, put, who put the name on? I think I saw yeah. it. Or I might have seen some, another player. I, I think he's actually... Dragons. Was it the Dragons or the Raiders? I think he might be going to the Raiders. Oh, okay. Maybe the Raiders then, yeah. Dang. I didn't see that. But yeah, yeah. nah. He, he's definitely, he was definitely a player they needed. Mm. I don't think... Ash Taylor's a good player, but I don't think he's I don't think he can he's mature enough to lead the team. He's been around for years, bro, and still I still don't think he's the, the guy to lead the team. Um hopefully this uh Fogarty kid, that's his name. Yeah, Fogarty. Yeah. Hopefully he can step up next season as well. He's already playing good this season. Mm. <clears throat> but yeah, I reckon they'll be uh underdogs next season. Yeah, nice bro. Shout out to everyone in the comments. Uh, they're talking about soccer up the canes, uh, storm below eels, or I, I think they're third. Are you third on the ladder, could have? And then we're yeah, second. we're third. Oh, uh, yeah. Point differential put us under. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to KJ Smith, or am I saying it properly, or is it KG? Not really sure. Um, KG. up the KG up the storm, um, Cher Waikato. I guess that's to you, my bro. Uh, that's uh, old Mehana, Cher, Cher Mr. Shoes, aka Tamaka. Uh, <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to you, yes. <laughs> That's what I call him. I used to get, I was like, bro, do you know your name in my, in my language is Shoes? Your last name is Nathan Shoes. So, yeah, he knows that story. Yeah, shout out to you. Uh, Ethel, uh, what are your thoughts on the, this Titan team? They're actually, um, you know, forming a, a, a good team next year. And obviously, the loss of, of for our team, losing Big Tino, it's pretty sad in a way. Yeah, I think for us, I think uh, Tino's going to be a big loss. You know, I reckon he's been one of the best young forwards this season. And they stepped up a lot this year. But yeah, he's going to provide a lot 
down at the Titans, I think, even alongside uh, Dave Fafita. They should have a big impact on their forward pack up there in Queensland. Um, they have a really, they have a young, uh, what do you call it, a young back line. But I think, you know, they'll be all right. But I just think they need, they just need a, need a good, like, big, strong strike player, like, out wide. Like, they got, I reckon they got too many young ones out there. Even though they have a good forward pack, but they could, their forward pack is made up of a lot of young players as well. So yeah. I think maybe they need like a bit more experience on the edge there. But I think they'll be a solid, you know, top 10 team. They could get into that top eight, but yeah, I think, you know, they'll improve a lot next year and we'll see how they go. And I hope they do well as well. Nice, bro. And I guess if you're a Titan supporter out there, I know there's, you know, so many far in between, but um, I reckon next year is looking like a good year um, in like building towards the future for this club. So is there anything else you want to talk about, about the Titans, CJ, before we move on? Do you have any, uh, you know, closing words on your team? Look, I think, um, I think you guys pretty much covered it, eh? But um, there's still a few holes in the team. Um, Like, obviously, we still need a, a, a decent hooker um and another i guess another decent half but what with what we have so far i think it's it's a step in the good in the right direction um hopefully next year we can work on getting um some real good playmakers into the team but team looks looks promising um but again like you know we've we've we know how good a team on paper can look to how they can perform on the field so <laughs> i'm hoping Bron- that um yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping that um, you know this team can perform as well as they look on paper so yeah nice bro uh, for those who are watching give us your thoughts on the Titans team and the projection of um, how the team's going to look like next year in the comments um, moving on other big news SBW Sunny Bill Williams is Rick. making making, uh, making a return um, and we all wanted him to play for the Warriors, I guess, but he is going back to the Roosters. Salary cap. Please check the salary cap. <laughs> uh, he's been offered a contract that's worth 400,000K. Um, I'll see if 400K. But might only end up using 150K of it for the amount of games he plays. Include, I think that doesn't include finals. Um, he's, make, he's making his debut around round 17, so he'll be... This Thursday, he'll be here to start his quarantine and then they'll slowly filter him into the team. Um, I guess I'll start with I'll start with you, Ethel, down the bottom. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, SBW making a return? I think, you know, for the game, I think, you know, it'll be great to have Sonny Bill back. But the team is going to. I didn't want him to go to the Roosters. But it will be good for the fans and, you know, Everyone growing up supporting him to, you know, have him back in the NRL. But, yeah, just big question marks there on how the Roosters got him, how the NRL could help them and not help another team get him. Because they did play a big part too in helping the Roosters, you know, land Sonny Bill Williams. So, yeah, I just hope, I really hope that the NRL was going to help another team out, but you know, he's at the Roosters and it's it's done and I think he can provide a lot there. But yeah, we'll just see how he goes on the field. And yeah, all the talks 
or he has to be, you know, do all his talking with the way he performs in his first game back. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, bro. Um, TJ, what are your thoughts on SP Dub making a return, man? Yeah, look, um, I, I think I'm in agreement with Ato. Um, I really expected, especially someone of his profile, um, to go to a team that was struggling or is struggling. Um, I, it does make you ask the question, like, how they can afford him. Uh, even if they do pay, I guess, like you said, 150000 Um his market value's got to be above 600000 easy. And um, if the NRL is actually allowing the Roosters to pay him below market value, then fuck, the Roosters must have some really deep pocket and some good connections to be able to make that deal happen. They've been uh, suspected of, you know, um, obviously they'll never get tried. They're the, the Sydney club of like of New South Wales, man. I don't think, I think the NRL and, and the Sydney Roosters relationship is too strong for them to even think about rolling the salary caps. So I think they will be compliant, but you just think about it with the team that they have, mm. how they're able to afford, like, to, to afford him. Like, it doesn't doesn't make no sense. Yeah, um, yeah. Kura, can you shed any light on this? How do you think this has happened? I don't know, mate. I don't know, mm. man. This is just uh, NRL's doing. Look, it's good. It's good that Sonny Bill's going to be able to come back to the game. Um, like, like myself, I was probably a fan favourite. Uh, he was probably one of my uh, favourite players probably in the second rows. Um, and yeah, it's um, to be able to fit him in in, in uh, the Rooster Sally Cup, especially with the players that they've got now, it's, uh, it's a big question mark. And I think um, he did pretty good with some of the teams that are struggling to help uh, bolster their, their stocks. Um, and he could definitely have a big influence in some of those teams that are struggling at the moment. So, yeah, um, it's a good idea to have Sonny Bill back, but to, to the wrestlers, probably not, not so much. Yeah, bro. Um, David Kim agrees with us. Shout out to you, David. Welcome to the live stream. He doesn't know how the Roosters are fitting them under their cap too. So um, I guess we're all in agreement with that. Uh, Damo, since you like basketball, uh, basketball, he's like the LeBron James of rugby league. Um, <laughs> he's going to have a great impact for NRL too. And like Athol mentioned, and also Kuralaki, he's going to bring back a lot of um, you know um, fans of his back to rugby league. He's done everything... Um, that, in a, that a rugby player can do, both representing, you know, New Zealand in both codes um, oh. and then, uh, like, winning multiple championships with, in all different codes um, alongside the Chiefs, too, as the Bromet. Uh, that's why he likes Sonny Bill, pretty much. <laughs> uh, I think I think he's a player that no one can hate. You never hear any... You don't talk smack about Sonny Bill because he's, he's just, like, you know, the player's player. So what are your thoughts, Um on uh, him returning, uh, my man, Damo. Yeah, no, same as everyone else. Like, it's good to have him back in the game. Um, but I think it's kind of like a kick in the face to the Warriors, man. True. When they said that they're going to help the Roosters sign Sonny Bill. It's like, yeah, it's pretty sad. But mm. what, what can you do? Um, I don't actually know why the Roosters really want him back. To be honest, they've got a they've got a mean forward pack. <laughs> yeah, I think I read an article, and because he has a really good relationship with um, uh, the coach uh, uh, yeah, in uh, yeah, 
from their Trent 2013 Robinson. stint. Yeah, Mr. Robinson. So yeah, um, fair enough. Yeah, it was just an easy move for him. Yeah, but yeah, now good to have him back in the in the league. Uh, actually, I can't wait to see him play. He'll probably be the only player I watch when I watch their team, so I don't watch them. Trash, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, I think it's sad. Poor team like the Warriors, as we said earlier, leaving the country, coming over here to let let the let the competition go on, and then. I just yeah, just what the the NRL said how they were going to help the Roosters. I get a player. It's like nah. It's... And then who did who did the Warriors get? Who did they get from the Eels? They got uh, George Lara. Jennings and uh, yeah, Lara. Fucking the Roosters get Sonny Bill. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those yeah, are bro. those are those are mighty power plays you're talking about there. Come on, <laughs> back in the could have. Muddy bench players. Yeah, my big good players, man. But yeah, so um, yeah, I guess that's our thoughts on uh SPW making a big return. It's gonna be great for NRL in general. Uh but yeah, we wish that he did, you know, uh do you know his home country a solid and you know, go play for um the Warriors just to help them out. Um but I guess if you're a person of his caliber and his position, if he's gonna come back to um, the NRL for a few games, I reckon he would want to put himself in, you know, championship contention. Yeah, so win, yeah. he'd probably want to, um, he'd probably only come back to win a chip. So he should have came play for the Storm, to be honest, or go to Para. But anyways, it is what it is. Um, shout out to Clint <laughs> in the comments. Up the bunnies, Kura. You know Clint? No? Yeah, yeah but, uh, Clint. Rams. From the Waverly. What's up, um, Rebs? Oh, true. Yeah, so yeah, up the up the um, bunnies, he reckons, could I? Um, <laughs> cool. Uh, what else have we got here? Okay, um, TJ actually brought this up, and we were uh, he wanted to discuss um, other ways um, we can make um, the NRL better. And um, I, unless do you want to leave this on my break? Because this was uh, this was a great topic brought up by Seth. Yeah. So um, obviously, with um, like if this was a I guess a normal season, um, we'd have things like Origin. Um, I think uh, if it was a leap season, we'd have um, the, what do you call it, the Indigenous versus the All-Stars. So I guess um, the question here is like um, looking at other sports like NBA, NFL, and how they have like All-Star weekends and stuff, do you think that um, that's something we could probably, um, I guess, look at for the NRL in, um, in terms of like trying to get more... I guess more more rep games in, more um more engagement with fans and just I guess more rugby league altogether. Like what do you guys think? Didn't didn't they have don't they have a week? Uh international week? Yeah, like a rep round or something. Yeah, rep round. Oh, I haven't looked. Is there one this Yeah, year they or? do have I, a rep I don't round. think it's I don't, I don't think it's happening this year, but nah, no, I, know, I know the last the last few seasons so, they had it. No, but, but yeah, more, I um, think yeah, it's different. What TJ yeah. is trying to say. So what I'm oh, talking yeah. like, um, so you know how um, like in NBA they always have the All Star Weekend, yeah, where you have like yeah, the dunk cop and all yeah. that. Like, why can't um? Because I think the the closest we have <clears> in the NRL is just State of Origin, but again, that's like limited to just Queensland yeah. and, the, and the Indigenous game as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and the Indigenous yeah. game as well, which is like sort of limited. But like, how can we or how do you think the NRL can like? incorporate more games that allows for more involvement 
from different people from different backgrounds? Well, that's a good question that you brought up because um, I don't know if you've watched, uh, I forget what the show's called, but Gus Gould was on it and he's with Brayson. Um, uh, I forget her name, Ferguson, has her last name. Um, they do a show and on this week they talk about... Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, Lana, yeah, Lana Ferguson. Um, they talk about, um, uh, he's been in talks with Velandis, um, Gus Gould, on, um, you know, opening the branch to um, get our PI involved. So there's a lot of, um, you know, untapped uh, potential in our, you know, Pacific nations, as in Samoa, Tonga, Fiji, um, the Cook Islands, Niue, you know, um, you know, all the way coming to New Zealand. And um, he talks heavily about, you know, he's, his bread and butter and his um, something that he likes to do is, you know, player development and all that. So he wants to look into how we can tap into all the, um, you know, potential uh, in New Zealand at first. And then also the PR nations, we need to make that um, our, um, I guess he was talking about the league education um, in those, in our PR countries, uh, make them stronger. So then they have the education behind them and it will just, it's just great breeding ground especially for our sport. I think we're maybe at 40 or 45, maybe even over percent um, in the NRL are made up of Pacific Islander players. Mm. So um, it's definitely a thing that, um, imagine if we were all involved in something like that, like that'd be crazy. Um, like just filtering through all the young talent, but yeah, he's working on something like that. And one thing that you did mention is maybe having a Pacific Nations team. Um, could I, you know, Herbie? Do you remember Herbie? They used to work with us, Daisy's uh, brother. I wish uh, I screenshot Herbie, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I wish I screenshotted his um, his Instagram today, but he posted up just randomly a PR team. He just said, Hey, I think NRL, we need to have a Pacific Nations team. This is what it looked like, and it was made up of Tongans, Samoans, Fijians, Cook Islanders, and it was actually a pretty good team. Um, who they would play against, not really sure, or could they make it like a a three-way between the indigenous um, Maori and the indigenous yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Australians. Yeah, that, yeah, that sounds I mean, good. Um, like you could even, um, you know, with uh, with a lot of the Kiwi players that, um, like the whole allegiance thing, uh, whether you play for Australia or play for New Zealand, a lot of the Kiwi players seem to defect play for New Zealand because they want to play Origin. Now imagine if we had Sonny Bill Williams run out in the state of Origin jersey, like mm. how much bigger Origin would be. I mean, yeah. I know Origin is like, other things that we don't touch, which is fair enough because fucking origin is what it is. It's because of that rivalry between um, New South Wales and Queensland. But imagine if there was something like that that incorporated Pacific Islanders and New Zealanders who don't qualify for Queensland and New South Wales. Like how much bigger that competition would be. Like I think hundreds. it. I think it. I think it goes down to tradition with origin. Yeah, no, that's why I was yeah. saying like. Obviously, we weren't um, like if they had something similar but separate from Origin. So yeah. possibly oh, okay, still yeah, keep yeah. Origin as its own thing, but have something similar to that. But allowing Islanders or you know allowing our Pacific people and our Kiwi brothers uh, to get a run in that, that'll be something worth looking at. Yeah, in um in in the typical Origin, I guess allegiance thing. Um, they spoke about it this year, like throughout like many different forums on the allegiance, and um, pretty much if you're playing in the Origin, it's like you're um, you're showcasing uh, to play for Australia, mm. and that's how it's always been. If you're from yeah, yeah. you're from New South Wales or Queensland, but you play strong in that match, you'll get a 
most of the time, 100% the Aussie squad is chosen from those two teams. Mm. Um, they were looking at, you know, like you have your Jason Tamalolos and like you said, Sonny Bills, who, you know, played, on, you know, their junior rugby and all that in their, um, you know, respective states, mm. but pledged their allegiance to their home country. So they're not able yes. to play in the origin. Um, they did speak about exactly what you're saying about them opening up the allegiance and um, being a little bit more, um, sorry, less strict mm. in, uh, say, like someone like Jason Tamalolo, who pledges his allegiance to, sorry, for New Zealand first, but now Tonga, that, um, yeah, he, he should be able to wear a, a, a Maroons jersey. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, please don't. Not him. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they get Tamalolo, we get Sunny Bill, man. <laughs> It's funny though, because I think um, Sonny Bill actually came out and said that he, you know, if he was given the opportunity to, he would, like, he would run out for New South Wales. And, um, oh, this was an interview going back a couple of years ago, and I think Phil Gold was the one that ripped into him and was like, nah, 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 buddy, you pledge your allegiance to um, to New Zealand, so that's where you stay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, look, definitely something to look into. Um, well, the NRL to look into it. But, um, yeah, man. I think if we're looking at trying to, I guess, get more out of the NRL, like, why not? Why not start something where we we put a specific team in? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a pretty good idea there, CJ, mate. <laughs> hey, let us know your thoughts, everyone on the live stream. Let us know your thoughts on um, these ideas in your, in the chat. Um, Atto, what are your thoughts? You've been a little bit... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'll just let you guys talk. <laughs> No, but I think, um, you know, even like just like the origin, like how they have the origin for the Australian players, maybe they can have a similar thing where they have maybe because the Pacific, the Pacific team is going to be made of like, you know, a few countries. Mm-hmm. There's going to be like Samoa, Tonga, Fiji, Cook Island, you know, so on. Maybe have the indigenous as like a whole indigenous Australia and indigenous Maori team like combined like so have like a whole indigenous and uh pacific team play each other and that's yeah maybe that's maybe that's maybe a idea that could work because i think yeah because the pacific islands will have so many countries to choose from maybe have both indigenous you know from australia and then new zealand to combine and maybe they can pick from there and could be a big game for you know all the outside players, like the talented players outside of those Australian players. So, yeah, maybe that could be a good game too. So, yeah, um, but, yeah, it's interesting. What's um that team in Rugby Union? Is it uh, the Barbarians? Is that uh, uh, is it Pacific Barbarians or Pacific Isles? Or what's the team put up? I think, yeah, it's the Barbarians. Um, oh, yeah. That gets chosen from a few uh, international teams. Uh, so, Pretty much, it's just like randomly picked. I'm pretty sure, but it's usually like some of the best players of their team. Um, so whoever they're playing against, whether it's Australia, I don't think they ever have a starting Australian player that's in that team. Up um, in the Barbarians team playing against Australia. Oh, I think, okay. Yeah, I think I don't think that's how it works, but um, I'm pretty sure um, the Barbarians. Only travel or only make a team like every four years, I think. Sort of like the British Irish Lions. Oh, yep, yep, yep. So it's only like a once in a while thing. So, 
But I'm pretty sure at the end of every season, the Barbarians end up making like a, a world team. So it's kind of like a world team, pretty much. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, a world 15s team. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. It'd be interesting they... if uh, NRL could um, do that as well. Yeah, yeah. That would be a great idea. And then they just go around and play the maybe the, the, the Nations. Or yeah, or like... even like uh, Premiership winners, at least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be a good idea. Then play against the Storming this year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We also um, wrote down the casualty ward, but I think we've spoken about it already. There's been a lot of loan players being lent out to, you know, teams in need. Um, There's been um, players that left on compassionate leave, which we've already touched on in the Warriors. And um, I guess, yeah, the whole NRL struck... um, with, you know, people in the casualty ward. So um, I hope that, you know, a lot of these players recover and can come and fight back. Um, but, yeah, it's, it might be a great time for, you know, those youngins in every respective club to, you know, make a, an appearance, um, <laughs> you know, and show showcase what they're made of, I guess. Um, and I guess uh, if there's uh, anyone in the comments that want to give us a topic, is there anything else you boys want to talk about before we uh, close it off for tonight? Sweet. Ah. Sweet. We're all good. All good. All good. Um, okay. Um, it's a great, um, great, uh, another great episode. I love doing this. Uh, first of all, thank you for everyone who's watched the live stream. For those who are still here, we appreciate you. And thank you very much for all the comments that have been shared, all your thoughts and stuff. Um, continue to come to this page next week. So tell your friends about this podcast. If you like NRL as much as we love the NRL, then, um, yeah, definitely join our podcast and jump in in the chat, the live chat. Loving it. Um, shout out to you, um, my bro, Damo. Do you want to plug in your socials um, for the uh, for everyone, for the millions of people who watch this song? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just uh, Twitch. I stream on Twitch. Uh, Mondays and Fridays are definite days. Every other day is a bonus. But yeah, twitch, twitch.tv slash crikey25. That's... Uh, K R I K K I E two five. Before you go, let's. Do, what does crikey mean? Where did this come from? Uh you might know this, but uh, of course I do, man. <laughs> crikey had a had a uh, bunch of boys we used to hang out every week. Uh, called uh, the Crikey Mate Boys. <laughs> K and B. Why would you come up with such a silly name? Crikey, mate! Crikey, mate, boys! I didn't come up with that. That was Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look! One of the boys in the chat, bro. Old Pezza, K and B, all day. Oh yeah, that's pretty much where I got the name. Just Crikey and my birthday. Twenty-five. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So for those who um, watch the podcast and you uh, like watch, um, I guess streamers play Fortnite. Um, there might be other games that you play now, but I'm not actually sure. I haven't yeah, played. I'm sorry. I, every now and then I'll change it up. But, but, man, but mainly doing mainly, 90s? Mainly doing uh, 180s. and. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Roof edits and, bro, how good is Ray's video? Bro, I just watched his video before I jumped on, bro. Fuck he is. Crazy, he eh? He just released another one. Yeah. Oh, what? Today? Now? T- tonight, yeah. Oh, true. I need to watch that. Shout out to my bro, my little boy, uh, Ray Miguel. Um, the, the man we speak about that we hate the most. <laughs> it's, it's my beautiful nephew. It's his son. 
Arda E682. Shout out to him. Keep doing those 90s, boy. Um, yeah, cool. But it's great to have you here, Damo. You're most welcome to come on whatever you want. Um, I guess, bro, I'm loving this panel. I think it's going to keep growing and growing. And um, Pretty one-sided, but... <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I know. Getting heavy. Okay, I think so. I think okay, next week, um, I'll give who homework. Any mini mighty red catcher tiger by the tail. Okay, I'll go with you, TJ. I'll give you homework. If you can get someone to jump on with us next week, this that's your homework for this week. Um, yeah. So then, one or <laughs> one or two doesn't matter. They, they don't have to be time supporter, but you know, if, uh, yeah, we'll, for the rest of the round, um, yeah, we'll try and get some more guests on because I'm I'm loving cool, this. Cool. Episode. Mm. Any uh, closing remarks before we leave, boys? Enjoy today's episode. Good to have Damo. Say thank you to Damo. Shout out Damo, my man. Thanks for having me. And we love the footy chat too. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Make sure you follow and like this Building Empire podcast page for those who love the NRL and just love general footy chat. Um, this might be a good podcast for you to listen to. Uh, make sure you share it with all your mates. Um, or if you're like me that don't have any mates then just share it to <laughs> a million of you, a million viewers um, thank you very much for listening and I guess have a great weekend hope your tips get up um, and yeah don't forget people stay go cheers boys Can't keep boys. Yeah. Hey, let's go